Welcome back to another episode in our series, Writer's Block. Is it a thing? Today we're joined by Good Tickle Brain herself, Mia Gosling, who is going to tell us it is very much a thing. Aren't you? Isn't that what you're going to say? Well, I was going to, but then I think I've come down with Podcaster's Block. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. I'm Austin Titchener, one-third of the Reduced Shakespeare Company, and you're listening to this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, number 653, Fighting Writer's Block. Mia Gosling is the creator and artist behind Good Tickle Brain, the world's greatest and possibly only three-panel stick figure Shakespeare web comic. Mia devoted a few of her recent comics to her struggles with writer's block, and she and I exchanged some tweets about it until I realized our time might be better spent talking about writer's block for a podcast instead. Well, writer's block may or may not be a thing, and we may or may not actually solve that uh, today, but... Yeah, you've gotten a lot of great comic mileage out of writer's block. So I'm going to say, if nothing else, it's useful. Yes, uh, I I use I, I draw a lot of comics about my own struggles with the creative process and and um, creation in general, and I find those are very useful sorts of uh, forms of self therapy, uh, <laughs> sort of confronting one's demons. And one demon that I often do run up against is perhaps not writer's block in its purest form, but certainly uh, various sorts of creative blocks that uh, little road bumps in the way to having a finished product and I, I like to draw comics about that just sort of barf out all that blockage so that I can move on. Well it, it, which is great because it's not just the destination for you it is very much the journey warts speed bumps and all. Yes I, I, I like to remind myself that you can't just expect to snap your fingers and have a finished product uh, appear out of nowhere. Would it were that easy? Yes. We we every time we say, you know what, this new script is going to write itself, and it turns out it never does. It's very strange how that works or doesn't work, as the case may be. Indeed. Um, but those speed bumps you talk about—they're very much part of the process. So, I mean, in that sense, writer's block is a thing. It's absolutely you because we all stumble. We all go, oh, what the hell? Why would I thought this was a good idea? It's turned into nothing. Yeah, um, I, I think I think there's sort of several stages of writer's block. So I've been thinking about this uh, since we last tweeted at each other. Um, I think there's sort of the classic writer's block, the, the blank page block, where you're staring at a blank page and you have absolutely no idea what to put down on it. And I think that's sort of classic writer's block. You have no ideas. Um, fortunately, I don't really struggle with that because... I have this entire body of ideas called Shakespeare's plays. And every time I can't think of something, I just flip through the plays and try and find something fun to riff off of. So that's not really a form of writer's block that I suffer from. But I, I think there's like one step up from that. Well, and hang on which, before you go yeah. to that one step, because I think that first step that you're talking about is what most people, maybe non-writers, think writer's block is. It's that you staring at a blank page with zero ideas. Yes. And, and I'm not sure I know anybody like that. I think if you're in the business of creating, that's something that you deal with every single day when you turn on the computer or you sit down at your desk. And I think that's just something that uh, people who 
create, whether they're doing comics or plays or any sort of thing, uh, just learn to move past. So mm. if you're just uh, doing any sort of activity, it's 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 not you don't get stuck at that blank page. You learn to move past that. Um, but yeah, I mean, sometimes I do stare at a blank screen being like, oh, I have to put something on this. Uh, but it only happens for a split second. And then I like go to my sources of ideas or my lists of ideas. And, and then I look through and I see what seems to be working for me at that particular day. And I'll just run with one of those. Cool. So now go back to that next level you were about to talk to. Le- Writer's right, so, block level two. Yeah. So level two, I would say I, 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 I started calling it formation block. And that's when I have an idea, but I can't figure out what form it should take. So a recent example that I've been struggling with is I had this idea to do a comic or a series of comics based on all the death lines in Shakespeare. So lines that characters say when they're dying or uh, right before they die. Um, and I thought it was a really cool idea, but I spent days trying to figure out what form it should take, and I still haven't figured it out, uh, which is very frustrating, but at, I just put it aside, and I'm going to come back to it. But it's that idea that you have a really good idea for something, but you can't figure out just even the basic form it should take. Like, should it be a comic, or should it be an infographic, or you know, like a little essay or something? You, you can't even get to that the basic level of form. That's, so that's really interesting yeah. because sometimes D and I, my wife and I used to have a, have a running gag between us where out of nowhere we would say, it's a story about something or it's a song about something. It's a t-shirt about something. I mean, sometimes the idea would form and you'd go, well, that's, I mean, and we still do that. Reed and I do this. My other wife, Reed Martin, and I <laughs> uh, do this all the time when, we, <clears throat> when we've, written, we've written a joke or a character, or a trait, or something, or in one of our scripts, and we go, boy, that could be an entire scene. When then we turns out, we write it, we go, oh no, it, it turned out it was actually just two lines. You know, constantly finding out what's the, or, 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 or is, this, is this something you want to reveal about the character right from the jump? Or is this the culmination of the character? Like in Long Lost Shakes, the fact that Beatrice and Richard end up being history's first rhyming couplet right um felt like nope that's the culmination of their journey it's not the introduction of them yeah i feel like it's sometimes uh when you're staring at the marble block and you know there's an elephant in it but you can't actually think in your mind what an elephant looks like at the time and you have no idea how to get it out of there uh but it's in there it's in there somewhere it's in there somewhere yeah well and 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 so so is there a level three um, level three, I would call uh, execution block. Mm. Uh, it's a pun, um, but <laughs> it's it's sort of where you you have the idea of what the the idea should be like, but you're having trouble actually putting it down on paper for whatever reason, and that could be uh, you haven't quite fine tuned it enough, or you're not you're suddenly like not motivated to work on it. But it's a kind of um, the, the next stumbling block where you know where you're going, but there's a couple different roads there and you can't quite figure out which one to take. And I it's guess. not as simple as just changing your digital nibs. That's not the problem. No, it's, 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 it's definitely more, uh, it's, 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 a, it's more conceptual. It's like, I, I know I want this to be this kind of a comic, but the parts aren't all coming together quite right. So it's, it's kind of, a step up from the formation block, but um, with a slightly more concrete idea of where you're headed. So that one, I feel often, 
I will call that writer's block, but it's not because I have a concrete idea and I have at least a fairly nebulous form that I want it to take. But for some reason, when I start working and putting it together, nothing seems quite right. And what, so, and so what do you do about these blocks? Do you just plow through them? Do you go around them? Do you dig a tunnel under them? Do you, do you do the classic thing of scribbling a few things on a piece of digital paper and then crumpling it up and tossing it in the bin? Uh, yeah, yes, yes to all of those. Uh, sometimes I just I just lie on on the floor of my study and and wonder what I'm doing. Uh, that's that's often my first reaction to any one of these blocks. And, and that's um, your first reaction. Your second reaction is banging your head on the desk. Uh, that's correct. Yes, uh, you've seen my comics. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a question of how bad I feel the block is. So with some of them, I, I have just sidelines. Like, I, I can't deal with this now. I'm going to come back to it later. But then a lot of times it's just me locking myself in my room and forcing myself to work on it over and over again until I find something uh, that works for me, um, which is what I'm currently doing. I'm, I'm currently trying to put together my Midsummer Night's Dream uh, comics that I did for my website into a physical comic book. And... That's been execution block because I, I I have I have the material there. I'm not creating very much new material, but just uh, how I'm putting them together and adding a little bit of additional connective material is just been a bit of a struggle. I've just forced myself to not leave my room until I get it beaten into shape. Some of my sometimes my the favorite part of my writing job is the editing part where I don't have to come up with something creative. I have to just look over what I've created already, make sure it's okay. And usually, if I go, oh, God, that's clunky. I bet we can smooth this over this way. You begin to see things in a new way once you have it. Is that a thing you have to do? You have to create the thing to see what's wrong with it? Yes, which I think is is um, kind of the final level of my scale of writer's block, which is perfection block. And I know oh. I think every creative person struggles with this, where you have the thing, but there's something not quite right about it. And there's, you know, you just can't quite figure out what, how to make it perfect. And I think that is the, the idea of perfect is something that you have to let go. And it kills me because I'm, I'm a perfectionist in many, many ways, but uh, churning out the amount of content that I do per week, I can't afford to be my level of perfect on every single piece and so i've tried to let myself let go of perfect a bit more right you don't want to succumb to paralysis by analysis yes Ratchford, Managing Director of the American Shakespeare Center, and you're listening to the Reduced Shakespeare Company Podcast. Where can you RSE the RSE? You can see Reduced Shakespeare in your own home by owning your very own copy of Pop-Up Shakespeare, written by me and Reed Martin and illustrated by the marvelous Jenny Mazels. It's on sale worldwide, and you can find links to both Amazon and independent bookstores in the U.S. and the U.K. on our website. We have two performances left of our spring-summer of 2019 tour of the complete works of William Shakespeare abridged or revised in Lakeside, Ohio on July 18th and in Lake Placid, New York on August 10th. We will also have more performance dates starting 
starting this fall of 2019, both in the U.S. and elsewhere. And we'll announce those dates just as soon as we can. As always, the very best way to stay up to date about all of our worldwide performance dates is to sign up for the Reduced Reader, our email newsletter. Go to ReducedShakespeare.com and click on the link to subscribe and check out our touring page for specific box office, venue, and ticket information. Now back to my conversation with Mia Gosling, the good tickle brain behind Good Tickle Brain, the world's greatest and possibly only three-panel stick figure Shakespeare web comic. I guess the thing that I found is that it's not about the one thing. It's about the body of work. And um, like, for instance, in the podcast, I used to agonize every week about, you know, 12 years ago when I first started this, you know, just like, oh, is that the right combination of things? And I, you know, I just fretted about it. But my uh, uh, mentor, Matt Croak, who gets a shout out every week, just said, you know, you've got another one next week. You know, you, you've got another script. You've got another joke. There'll be another joke coming down. If you have to cut this joke, there's another joke coming. You know, they're like buses. They will come along. Yeah, yeah, and just sort of trusting that what you've got is good enough and that, you know, 99% of people won't care if there's a mistake or if something's not quite up to par. They won't even notice that it's not quote-unquote perfect. Um, so it's just sort of accepting that, which I, I think it's it's hard because as artists, I think we always want to put our most perfect form of work forward. Right. Well, uh, and, if we, and if we fail, we want to fail better and fail differently. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Fail in more interesting ways. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's always that, that letting go of perfection, which I think is the key to getting anything done. Do you have, tri- uh, uh, do you have tricks for, um, you know, opening up the sluice gates, getting the, uh, uh, priming the pump, you know, uh, for me, it, it could be answering emails and just as long as I get my fingers going and I start connecting my brain to my fingers, you know, then I can start on a roll. And I also find that for me, I'm better, I'm a better writer in the morning than I am in the evening. I'm fresher. I'm the caffeine's still working. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I mean, for me, definitely, I'm a morning person. That's when I do most of my creative work, starting from scratch or getting new things down on paper. And so in the afternoons, I usually reserve it to editing or actually drawing. Like, I'll script a comic in the morning, and then I'll wait till the afternoon to draw it when my brain isn't working so fast anymore. Um, As for, like, getting getting started, um, yeah, usually I just just sit down and go right into it and and try and, and just get it done. Uh, I don't really have sort of a warm up or anything. I just plunge right in. But you, I also know this about you. You're an adrenaline junkie. I, I mean, <laughs> is that a good way to describe wall climbing? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if rock climbing is really adrenaline junkie. Uh, it's it's it is in its own way very very deliberate. It's um, mm. it, actually there's a lot of parallels because you want to get up the wall. There are certain challenges of the nature of the wall that make you that force you to address it in different ways, depending on where you are. Um, so it's actually kind of a deliberate mental approach to physical activity, um, uh, which is what I like about it. So it's actually, it's actually kind of an analytical sport, but it, 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 sometimes you do fall off walls. That's kind of adrenaline junkie-ish, yeah. Well, do you, um, do you have a trunk of discarded ideas? Do you have a oh, drawer yeah. full? And do you go to that drawer and that file and that trunk and go, oh, you know, maybe I can make something out of that? Yeah, I, I have a notebook. I, I basically, I'm, I'm very analog in this, and I just have a pen and paper notebook where I keep track of everything, my schedules, my to-do list, and I have several pages dedicated uh, just to comic ideas. And anytime 
one strikes me, I just go there and write it down. And then uh, whenever I've got, whenever I'm scheduling my comics for the next month, I'll flip back to that page and look down and see if any of them uh, capture my imagination. And some of them have been on there for like five years now and they've, they've never been captured yet. But, you know, they're waiting there. Maybe one day I'll open up to that page and they'll suddenly work that day. I keep lists of things and I find that the, the good ideas usually stay in my head. When I go back to my list, I go, oh, yeah, there was a reason I wrote that down on a list and didn't do anything with it. Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of those ideas written down. At some point, I should probably go through and cull them, but you never know. You know, maybe it's just waiting for the time. There have been ideas that have been kicking around my head for decades that I, I, every now and then, am able to put into an RSC script. Yeah, yeah, I I think... I, I don't think you need to ever really let go of any of these ideas, no matter how trash they are, you think they are at, at a given point, because you never know when they might be useful. Well, absolutely. And even and I think getting back to probably where we started the conversation is that you, all your cartoons about um, about the process are in a way of are, are kind of a way of, you know, g- g- just going right straight through the writer's block. You know, yeah, they, you're, you're you're literally just saying fire truck. Okay, I'm going to draw a cartoon about how how much of a problem that is. Then it won't be a problem, and I'll be primed and ready to go do the next thing. That's exactly what they feel like because there there are sometimes I get in such a mood, and it might be because I've been wrestling with a problem and it's not going anywhere. And the smart thing to do is just to get up and walk away for a little bit. But I I have a really hard time doing that, and I'll get like very very upset with myself at these points. And usually at that point, I'm like, you know what? I I have to draw a comic about this about how miserable I'm feeling right now, how hopeless and talentless and what a hack I feel like. And then when I put it down on paper in a, in a comic form, I can look at it and be like, you know, this is this is silly. You know, you, you have to step back. You have to relax. It's not that important. You know, it's not that you're never going to be able to do another piece of good work again. Right. And just sort of embodying it in comic form helps me get over that pit of despair that sometimes comes over you when you just can't think of something, what you're trying to do. I think I think one of the most honest, genuine things I've ever written is in Hamlet's Big Adventure when they're trying to figure out what to title the play within a play. And Yorick, the gesture goes, titles are hard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's, it's not even a joke, but it's so true and so honest and so born of experience. And you can, I can hear in the audience the, the nights when we have creative people in the audience who go, oh, God, I feel your pain, boy. Yep. Yeah, it's just it's just being able to put something of your own struggle out and and exercising it uh, is a real relief. That's it for this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. If you haven't done it already, go to goodticklebrain.com to see Mia's comics and buy her fabulous merch. Then send us your writer's block tactics via email to feedback at reducedshakespeare.com. You can find us and interact with other fans on our dedicated podcast page on Facebook at RSC Podcast, on Instagram at Reduced Shakespeare Company, or on my preferred platform on Twitter at Reduced. You can also follow me on Twitter at Austin Titchener, and you can follow Mia on Twitter too 
at GoodTickleBrain. Thanks, as always, to writers Blockhead Matthew Croak, web services by Ginger Power Limited, music by John Weber and Garage Band. Our random fan shout-out this week goes to Carrie Newman Hunt. No reason, it's just random. Special thanks to Amy Ratchford, Managing Director of the American Shakespeare Center in Stanton, Virginia. And finally, thanks very much to you for listening. I'm Austin Titchener, 653 1959ths of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. Stay tuned for our sequel series, Podcaster's <laughs> Block, Is It a Thing? This podcast is a production of the Reduce Shakespeare Company. Reducing expectations since 1981. Go to ReduceShakespeare.com for performance dates, actor bios, email newsletters, and so much less. And so much less. And so much less. And so much less. And so much less.